Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood, a dystopian novel. Alfred, a woman living in a totalitarian society, deals with daily struggles while trying to fulfill the duties that the society has forced upon her. Her value is determined by her reproductive abilities. She must come to terms with the loss of her past freedom and family while accepting the present oppressive life she leads. Hi everyone, this is Indomini. This is Tarani. I'm Sehanti. And Mitmini. We, the literature students of year 13, Gateway College Colombo, will be discussing the following themes. Totalitarian governance and gender roles. Catch us every Tuesday at 10.30 a.m. on Google Podcasts. See you all there. Hey guys, welcome to our first episode. In this episode, we will be discussing the effects of a totalitarian society as a governing body, which is one of the main focuses of this novel. Let me introduce our speakers for the morning, Sanandi Samarakor and Tharani Mandini. Tharani, what do you think totalitarianism is? Well, Sahanti, totalitarianism is a form of governance that attempts to assert total control over the lives of its citizens. These sort of governments can be mostly seen in dystopian novels, like The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins and 1984 by George Orwell, or real-world examples like Italy under Benito Mussolini, the Soviet Union under Joseph Stalin, and Nazi Germany under Adolf Hitler. How do you think the novel portrays totalitarianism? Well, Tarani, in the novel, Gilead is the central ruling body in 2005 futuristic America. This is a time where the increasing infertility rates has been a great threat to the survival of the human species. This is where the government of Gilead steps in, taking over and completely gaining control over their lives. Well, speaking of the people living in Gilead, the oppression of women is a constant theme in the novel, along with the loss of human emotions and feelings leading to a mentally unstable and deranged society. Our main protagonist is someone who tries to hold on to her identity throughout the novel in hopes of escaping one day. In fact, Offred's own name is another symbol of oppression as her name is derived from the terms Offred and this shows how their own identity is denied to them. For those of you who don't know, Offred is our main protagonist. So one characteristic of totalitarian society is control over what people learn and what they say. This is emphasized by the handmaids not having access to education. This is ironic since Gilead is set in modern-day Harvard, which is famous for their education. What do you have to add, Tarani? Well, Sahanti, Gilead enforces a new regime which replaces the past with new rules, where the concept of family is replaced with isolation and people who can't communicate. This is shown by how words like free being banned, which shows control over their expression. And there is also a loss of creativity through songs being banned. 
However, in Alfred's case, she is a symbol of resistance as the whole story contains only her own thoughts and none of Gilead's. Another characteristic of totalitarianism is religious extremism. In Gilead, people are forced to follow a corrupted form of Christianity. And in this novel, the aunts are an authoritative group of people and their main job is to train young girls who are proven to be fertile to be handmaids for the commanders. They use Christian doctrine and Bible verses to brainwash handmaids into submissiveness. The aunts use Christianity to justify what the handmaids are forced to do. To add to the religious oppression, Gilead uses this oppression to create an order within its social hierarchy. This is mostly done by assigning a color to each class of people. For instance, the handmaids are forced to wear red to represent their role as reproductive vessels and this color is also meant to symbolize their fertility and the blood of childbirth. The wives wear blue to represent purity, modesty and the Virgin Mary. It signifies their higher status and position in society as the lawful wives of the powerful men. The aunts, meanwhile, wear brown to represent practicality, stability, and conservatism. The aunts are responsible for indoctrinating and controlling the handmaids, so their color reflects their authoritative role in society. The commanders have no color assigned to them, but are often associated with black or darker colors. This shows the dangerous position they have in society as black gives off an aura of death and danger. Here's a contextual fact. In World War II, the Nazis assigned numbers to the Jews to dehumanize them and remove all hope of escape for them. This is also used in The Handmaid's Tale for the handmaids who are dehumanized by the numbers that are tattooed onto them. This also restricts their movement, which can be seen from the tourists that come into Gilead who know a lot about the place, but handmaids don't know anything about the outside world. So by the lack of education, Gilead ensures that the handmaids movement will remain restricted in the future. Speaking of restricted movement, most chapters in the novel are placed within Offred's room allocated to her in the commander's house. And even if she is allowed to leave the room, her outings are supervised. This is shown by how every time she leaves the house, she leaves in pairs with another handmaid. This is meant to control the handmaids as it gives an idea that the other handmaid will tell on you or spy on you for the commanders. It also brings up this idea of the eye. The eye the eyes are a group of people within the Gileadian society that are meant to spy on its citizens and report back to the commanders. With that thought in mind, we would like our listeners to imagine what being stalked would feel like. And much like Middle-earth in Lord of the Rings, the people of Gilead continue to live under the eye. Gilead as a whole is an example for totalitarianism. Their society is moving towards a different era devoid of creativity and individuality. The regime of Gilead takes away humanity and replaces it with blind faith and false hope.
everyone welcome back to the handmade tale podcast in this new episode we will be talking about the inequalities as well as the repression against each gender let me introduce you to our speakers for today medmini amarasiri and idwini vidara the topic of gender equality was and still is a burning topic among the modern society gender theory explains that if a person is born of a particular gender they're shaped according to societal norms hence due to western societies for the large part being patriarchal women were often placed as inferior to men this was displayed in popular novels such as jane eyre by charlotte bronte and pride and prejudice by jane austen what is the context behind this david actually contextual wise the novel was published during the latter part of the second wave of feminism in the 1980s where women advocated for reproductive rights such as abortion hence reproductive and sexual rights are a common theme in this novel also this focuses on the oppression of feminism by religious factions and draws a parallel with the actions of Gilead with the Puritan group the moral majority who were involved in US politics in the late 80s thank you nimini now that we know about the context let's move on to the examples present in the novel firstly the social hierarchy in the society of Gilead is solely based on a woman's reproductive abilities for example the economists and the Jezebels are classified lower than the handmaids because of their uncertain reproductive viability. And to add to that, men were also classified according to their physique and reproductive capabilities as well. To illustrate, commanders were often higher ranked because they had desirable traits that could be passed on to offspring. Also, angels and guardians are lower ranked because they are used solely for their strength, hence the ability to defend the state. Anything else to add, Mekmini? Yes. I would also like to mention the complexities of the characters in the novel. For example, Alfred's voice represents her inner desire for control and resistance against the regime as she realizes how women are truly oppressed. Whereas Ofglen directly persists against the government to the maiden moment. Also, Serena Joy represents the oppressed women who have internalized misogyny within themselves. Of course, Melanie, the need for autonomy is displayed largely by most women in the novel. How about you mention the significance of language in reflecting this? For instance, the names of Red or of Glen represent possession as the of a particular commander. And if you look back into previous episodes, it would indicate the oppressive patriarchal government which also emphasizes that women were positions of men and were certainly objectified what else do you have to say about the misogyny in the regime of gilead i would like to point out that the phrase under his eye would indicate that women were under surveillance by the patriarchal society hence they were not allowed to express themselves freely without prosecution Additionally, the regular five-petal flower, which symbolizes feminine reproductive flowering, is replaced with the four-petal flower, hence implying that a part of womanhood is expelled in the regime practices. 
May I also add about the manipulation of religious texts to emphasize on the importance of the female for solely procreation. For instance, the role of the handmaids is clearly mentioned in Genesis verse 30 lines 1 to 3. That's a good point. I will now be talking about the masculine roles in Gilead. I would say males were given comparatively more liberties in the regime. For example, the commander freely invited Offred to his quarters to play Scrabble oh, and had beauty magazines which were inaccessible to women. Furthermore, he is the only person with access to the Bible during the ceremony as well, which is a powerful symbol in the household, thus reflecting on the dominance of male counterparts in the Bible, examples being Jacob. But if you actually think about it, wasn't he also a reproductive tool as well? Yes, he is. He is only used to passing on desirable traits to the next generation. Remember when Serena Joy asked Offred to conceive his child through Nick? That, that is proof that his value is determined by his reproductive viability too. However, it is only males who have the privilege of mobility to reach upper social classes. For example, angels could become commanders compared to women who could only be downgraded. Lastly, we'll be talking about the oppression of the LGBTQ community in the dictatorship of Gilead, the most notable example being gender treachery. Being homosexual is considered a sin in the Old Testament, and the regime follows this principle. Those who were accused homosexuality with more than two witnesses were executed. This would draw parallels with the homophobic society of the present, as well as the clash of religion and modern ideologies. Thank you, Methmini. The themes in The Handmaid's Tale are strikingly relevant today. While we may not live in a society as extreme as Gilead, the novel warns against the erosion of women's rights, the objectification of women's bodies, and the dangers of religious extremism. It serves as a powerful reminder of the importance of maintaining gender equality and fighting against any form of oppression. And to conclude, The Handmaid's Tale challenges us to confront the structures of power that perpetuates gender inequality. It encourages us to question the societal norms and examine the language we use and fight against any form of oppression. By sparking conversations and raising awareness, we can work towards a more equitable future where gender does not define one's worth or limit their potential. Thank you for tuning in to the Handmaid's Tale podcast. All in all, exploring the themes of Margaret Atwood's iconic novel, The Handmaid's Tale, this podcast has offered us a detailed glimpse into a dystopian world where oppression, patriarchy, and control are taken to extreme levels. By delving into the themes of gender and power, we are witness the chilling reflection of our own society's potential for marginalization, 
and the importance of safeguarding human rights and individual autonomy. Moreover, this podcast has highlighted the significance of resistance against complete adversity. Despite the monotony of Gilead, we are inspired by the strength and resilience of characters like of Glenn and Moira with their active resistance to the May Day movement. However, these characters that are passive resistance, such as Alfred and Nick, are also not forgotten. Their defiance against the oppressive regime reminds us of the power of solidarity. Lastly, The Handmaid's Tale continues to resonate with contemporary audiences because it serves as a haunting reminder of the extremities of humankind. It encourages us to recognize the importance of the responsibility we share in ensuring a future that holds the values of freedom and equality. Thank you.